know you want me, I can see it in your eyes. What you keep on fighting, what you say, what's on your mind? Cause each and every time and when you give me signs, and when I ask you what's the day, you hold on a sign. When you wanna be with me, gotta keep it real. Tell me what's going on, tell me how you feel. Boy, you know you want me, it's so much I want you. So come get my love, I'm here for you. You be saying, oh, when it's really, no, 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 no. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was not okay. Okay, right. on my Beyonce shit. Yeah, she was never no Kelly. She was never no Michelle. Period. Virgo energy, Beyonce energy, YBA energy. YBA ho. Welcome to episode three. One minute, of this bitch. First of all, y'all niggas clap. We got gang members in here, as usual. We got a usual. whole lot of gang members. They're trying to act all modest oh, and shit. Oh, you haven't done your AKAs in a while. How about you introduce yourself and introduce our podcast? Oh, I haven't done my AKAs since damn. How many episodes? This is already episode three. So That's many so many it. episodes. I'm a hard-working podcast, It's been so bitch. many episodes. I haven't done it since episode one yet. It's Kayla J. <laughs> AKA. Your diamond mommy with the slanted eyes. Slanted always. <laughs> Yeah, pit bull in a skirt, aka that baby, mm. the one and only that baby, the one and only that baby. Cause I'm a little baby, He's a little sweet baby. <laughs> <sighs> I'm Ambrosia. Introduce yourself. Period. My name is Ambrosia. Boom, boom, boom. Aka the artsy auntie, aka Aunt Beezy if you nasty. AKA, let me tell you about this girl. Maybe I shouldn't. I met her in Philly, and her name is Brown Sugar. I met her in High Park, and her name is Brown Sugar. Period, High Park. Welcome back to Young Black Aunties, the motherfucking podcast. If you back, this is episode three. That means you're a real nigga. Give yourself a. You're a real bitch. Give yourself a. Because you came back to see Auntie. You came back to see Auntie's house. I fuck with you. I fuck with your Auntie and your mother. All your cousins and them. All of them. Yeah. All of the mofos. I love y'all so much. Um, yeah, thank you guys for all the feedback, all the likes and subscribes. Yes, all the, kids be saying. All the support, yeah, DMing us, the shares, the little horde eyes, horde eyes. Because y'all think we could you? Because you think we cute? You give us hot emojis. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, episode three out this bitch. Yeah. How you doing, girl? Let's do a little mental health check. Yes, let's, let's. Because I give so, a fuck about your mental health. I know you do. Oh, my goodness. That baby Thank show. you. Mm. So, I feel great. It's Sunday, as one. usual. We don't got work tomorrow. It's a, it's a holiday weekend, so I'm feeling real good about that. It's episode three. I'm happy to be here. Um, Cheers, mommy. Shout outs to my cousin. She's in the building. She came shout to support Shantae. me. My cousin, Shantae. Pura Vida on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really good to be here with my, with my best friend. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I'm happy to be here with gang. Chicken room in this bitch. Chicken room in this bitch. Yeah, yeah. All my guys and everything, but yeah, I'm just happy. Um, I'm feeling very, um, I'm feeling very grateful. Yesterday we took our kids out. That was fun. That was yeah, we took them out. We tried to take them bowling, but it's like the wait was like four hours, and we were just like, yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah, go uh, take this debit card and go to the arcade. Go yeah, they went to the arcade though. Uh, ma'am, can and I have a, a coconut mojito, please? <laughs> okay, period. That, that mango um, margarita was kind of slapping. Was Sugar on the rim. Anyways, yeah, but I'm feeling real good. I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling centered, Ooh. smooth. Mm. Saucy, successful, and succulent. Period and sexy, <laughs> and sexy. <laughs> so you didn't 
ask me how I was doing. I'm so oh whoa. I was just swallowing my <gasps> spit, and then I was about to be like, "But how you doing, bitch? Swallowing? How you doing? <laughs> I'm well. Yes, my spit is what I swallow, and beverages and food. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. I'm gonna keep this episode. Who am I fooling? Who am I fooling? Fuck I want to do. Who am I fooling? My shit. I'm the only gang banger around this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm doing real well. I'm feeling real good. We actually, team, home team, we need to do a tally since like the beginning of the episode how many niggas I blocked. I had to add two to the block Child. list. I had to add two to the block She's list. ruthless with this shit. Yeah. Treacherous. So we got a bing. Can we put like a little two right here? Bing for two. Yeah. Probably might make it to 20 by episode five, but um, stop playing with me. <laughs> stop playing with us. Don't play with me. It's like, can you, um, it's like call me at nine and um, Tell me good night. It's like 907. Bitch, you fucking clint. Do what I say. Do what Auntie says. It's like, do what I say or leave me alone. I don't feel like that's really hard. I feel like that's like so easy when you're fucking with somebody who's actually worth it and we be worth it. Thank you. Anyway, outside of that, I'm feeling real great. I'm feeling very light. Very light. <laughs> I'm feeling great. Um, I'm so happy to be here with my team, the one in team. Shout out Fully Loaded. Shout out Shout Fully out Loaded Podcast. My brother Poet. Shout out Big Daddy E. How you feeling today, honey? A.K.A. Handyman. A.K.A. Technician. Him today. He got on a little sweatshirt. Okay. Got he the got little, little Nike. Little, real crisp. You know, real crisp. Real crisp. Something light. Like, he don't be he trying. Like he just fresh be. fresh laundry. I okay? love him. Yeah. I love you, He probably Daddy. even do. He probably even do no cologne. He probably just kept it fresh, real tied. You know, real tied. downy. Just he kept just it real clean. Smoke, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exfoliated skin. Teeth you know all white. He's chilling. I love Y'all want to know what Handyman look like so bad. He belongs to us. We ain't showing y'all. Period. So we're going to get into our next segment, which is the Say That Shit. We're going to start off, as you may know. If you're also a uh, newcomer, welcome. Bienvenidos. Come on Um, in. Come on in. Um, The Say That Shit segment. And that's where we share a very powerful affirmation. Yes. You know, Mm -hmm. every week. So, Kayla, would you like to use your sexiest voice and do our affirmation? (laughs) First of all, I sound like DMX. So A little bit. Just so I do. I do. It's all right, though. You know, I've learned to accept it. Mm-hmm. I don't have made a, um, a girly a voice. Face. I say you like um, deep voice. When he, mm-hmm. I'm very. I like that <laughs> shit. I like that shit. Like, oh, <laughs> my shit raspy, deep, whatever. But yeah, okay. So boom, the say that shit for today is: if it doesn't flow, let it go. Oh shit! And you want to know something? I want to. I want to add a little something with that though. If it doesn't, after I say this one, you're gonna say with me. If it doesn't flow, let that shit go. I like that better I with like the cuss in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ready? If it doesn't flow, let that shit go. That Period. So just to like piggyback on that real quick to just like <clears throat> add a little more context. It goes with the same vibe I've been going for the past two, three weeks, which is if something doesn't align with you, if something doesn't work with you, and it's not like required of you, let that shit go. Like it can't be like parenting doesn't allow me. I'm done with this shit. I don't want these kids. Yeah, you can't do that. That's not what I mean. But like anything else, friendships, a jo- even a job. Sometimes you got to step out on faith. I ain't telling nobody to go quit their job and get evicted and shit. I'm just saying you really got to like put yourself first. Like we have one life to live. And it's like if it doesn't flow, let that shit go. Because otherwise you're just stuck on like. A bumpy ass road Life is already like Kind of a bumpy road With unexpected shit That we just can never Really anticipate So the things so you can't control as smooth as possible Okay The shit you can't control You should really try to like 
this doesn't work for me. You don't got to be disrespectful about it. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to be, I mean, if you want to be, whatever. But regardless, if it doesn't flow, let that shit go. It's clipped. Clip it. Period. Okay. All right. All right. So, boom. <laughs> We're going to jump into the shop talk. So, a little segue into it. <clears throat> Doing a podcast, <clears throat> correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like I can speak for the both of us, mm-hmm. has been very interesting. We're usually like this, but we're also putting ourselves out there to like yep. the public on a whole different a whole different type of time. And I feel like y'all can probably possibly understand. It's like after the first two episodes, we was getting before we like put it out, we were listening and running back and we were being so fucking hard on ourselves. Like Yes. How we should do this. We doing this. We got to clean it up a little bit. We got to do this. Like being so like critical, and critical. which is expected because you're, you're going to be your worst critic, yeah. your biggest critic. But so, yeah. yeah. So last episode and then we'll like put it out. And it's like, oh, that show was amazing. It's like, mm, but see, mm, no, let me yeah. just stop you real quick. Just to be clear, that really happened with episode one because we were like, it was like our first time. Like, like they can vouch like just real quick. Sorry to interrupt you. But we we really are like this. Like to say it like <laughs> like this, like we're best friends. When we're alone and there's no microphone, there's no cameras, like we interact the way that we interact with y'all on camera. This is the way we really are. People who really know us, they know us how we really are. But it's like we also don't like display ourselves like mm-hmm. and talk about things and whatever publicly. So just like naturally, it was nerve wracking for us. And like we're listening to the episode and we're just like, all right. We're both on the phone listening to it. And we're just like, all right. Yeah. All right, yeah, I mean, it's only episode one, um, you know what I'm saying? It's all, it's all. It's we both were just not really, like, fucking with it. We put it out, and we were just like, actually, this is our shit. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's there's no way to do it wrong because it's us, period. Yeah, so exactly. There is no by wrong episode way to two, do this shit, nigga. There's no, way, there's no wrong, wrong way to do yeah. it. It's our episode shit. Episode two, we was comfortable. We was getting our little shit. We was crip walking through the bitch. I got a little spicy on episode two. Um and yeah, but that lets like y'all know what time it is with us don't don't ever think that you're gonna know what to expect on on, on young black aunties when you go to your auntie's house you don't know what she might be on she might have a blunt hanging out of my friend some chicken one of her niggas might be coming out the bathroom she, you, yeah, never you, know. Never know. you never know you never know she could she be, be reading praying yeah whatever incense fried at the end of the day every, all, not no not no aunties are the same there's all types of aunties so at the end of the day be prepared y'all know how we can get we can get spicy we can get serious we can get whatever but we're always going to give you us period yeah. So with that being said, I feel like we were both kind of like eh, feeling a little anxious about it, and we spoke to each other, and we just kind of we I feel like we do a good job at like like balancing each other balancing out, each other getting out. ourselves so our levels I might right. Need you to kind of like throw me a loop and, I, and like pick me up a little bit, and then mm-hmm. I'll throw you one, pick you up a little bit. So we were able to do that, and like nah, fuck this, this is our shit. We got lit, period, and it like it was done, it was completed, and. That kind of opened us up to our subject, our topic of the day, and that is our shop talk. The big bitch anxiety. Anxiety. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. So, really quick, I want to just quickly read the definition of anxiety, just so people know. Um, anxiety is an intense excessive and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations fast heart rate rapid breathing sweating and feeling tired may occur that is uh, the bare minimum Mm -hmm, mm because it gets crazier than that Mm -hmm. but yeah um do you feel like you you have anxiety absolutely yeah so number one this woman let me get her name real quick y'all sorry 
Her name is Dr. Joy Harden Bradford. She described anxiety as like if we're in a cabin and we open up the door and there's a bear standing there, mm-hmm. it's like we're like, oh shit, fight or flight. Like you're fucking breathing your, your stomach's stomach hurting, hurting. you got a shit on yourself like, yeah <laughs> you gotta like you're feeling like really like anxious whatever the case is that's anxiety however that's an anxious feeling but if you have anxiety like anxiety disorder you have that feeling all the time but there's no bear the bear's not there you just feel like that she fucking said that shit that shit like, makes perfect sense bingo that's exactly what it is i suffer from anxiety um really really bad it's better i would say for sure. Mm, absolutely. absolutely. Yes, girl. It was really bad. Mm-hmm. But I did the work and I'm here. You sure did. Period. Gracias. Round of applause to you, bitch. Um, Period. Yeah. So let's start with what was like, what do you think is like your first, like looking back at your life, right? Was there an experience that you, something that happened or like a particular moment or something you dealt with as a child really briefly that you now know was probably anxiety? So I can't necessarily like put my finger on like a a specific time, but I feel like now that I have more knowledge about like myself, like, you know how I am as a person, like, well, I'm a Virgo in case anybody like cares about the Zodiac shit, but I do feel like that does play a big part in like a lot of personality traits. And like, I am like kind of a controlling person when it comes to like myself, like in my environments. And I feel like Back in the days, we didn't know that it was anxiety. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I would find myself anxious and I feeling certain types of ways. Anxiety might have been something sexual because genuine and took so anxious. <laughs> so anxious. Yeah. I felt like I've been anxious, but I'm Caribbean. You know, we're Caribbean, Hispanic, mm-hmm. and like, we're black. We don't, I never knew to be like, I have anxiety, mom. Like, it was yeah, on some like, I'm nervous because like yeah. I would just it was or it was it was butterflies like to me it was butterflies but like in, intense butterflies like and it will always be like if it's some shit that I can't control like I don't know what's about to happen like something like that yeah. like it could even be like something new like if I'm like as a kid I was like sheltered like as like a younger younger kid mm. like and it's like if I was in a new place like I was I was very social I got along with kids like I was cool like that but it's like I'm cool like that. I'm cool like that. I'm cool. Yeah. But you know how like you go somewhere new. It's like new kids. It's like they doing ghetto shit over here. My mom don't really be letting me do this. Like y'all jumping all the way up from that high ass rock right there. And it's like everybody else is doing it. And it's like if I don't do it, I'm going to be a pussy ass nigga if I don't do it. But I really don't want to do it because I don't want to get my knees scuffed up. Now I have anxiety. I know that that's very minor, but it's like as a child, <laughs> it's like that shit would really make me feel some type of way. Like, right. what the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's 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 I, I don't feel like I feel like my anxiety more so got stronger when I like start to give more of a fuck, like as an adult, like mm. seeing how things can like affect you. It's like, fuck, if this doesn't happen, this doesn't happen. Then this is going to happen as a result. I'm anxious mm. about it. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Mm. As a kid, you kind of have no worries. So it's like my skill as, on anxiety as a child wasn't really that intense. Like right. I would have my moments. And now that I've looked back, it was really just based on things I couldn't control. Like I couldn't control my environment or like something like that. And it would be very minor. Nowadays, it's different because I do control my environment. I okay. make sure that I don't put myself in situations or predicaments where I'm going to feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you can't fucking anticipate that like i do get anxiety like Mm -hmm. some days for no fucking reason Mm -hmm. i have no idea it's like i can't eat i'm not anxious about shit everything's gucci like i'm literally going down a list of shit it's like what would make me anxious right now it's like 
I'm I call you. Attacks, That's the thing. So I have, I'm confused about which is which. So anxiety is more so. Oh, and real quick, um, we are not licensed therapists. Or, yeah, um, disclaimer. Disclaimer. We're not professionals. We're not professionals. We're just talking about experiences. Our with personal anxiety. experiences. So uh, don't take none of this. Uh, it's like, but they said I should pop two Addies once oh, every. <laughs> no, we didn't. Calling Excuse up your me. cousin, asking him for perks. That's not what the fuck I said. No, I said I was a little anxious, bitch. Relax. I didn't say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so anxiety, <laughs> anxiety. Anxiety attack, pretty much like you know, like you're feel, you're having an attack, whatever, emotional, whatever breakdown. But you kind of know where it's stemming from. A panic attack, you kind of don't know. Hold on, I think I got yeah. Panic panic attacks are often more intense and can occur with or without a trigger, while anxiety attacks are a response to a perceived threat. Okay. So it's kind of like a fear based. So all this time, I actually thought I was getting panic attacks because I do get. I guess it's anxiety attack. It happens. It's very rare because, like I said, I keep shit. I try to keep myself like you know like where I don't need to experience that but like yeah. like like I said sometimes you can't really like dealing with people that's that's why your boundaries are your babies and if I like it fuck it all that applies yeah because you have to protect, that. You have to protect exactly like yeah. if you just let people walk all over your fucking energy like that's really fucking with my that will fuck with my anxiety for real yeah, like like if you're it's like taking shorts with yourself like yeah. it's like fuck why did I let that happen shit. like things that you feel like you might be able to control but yeah what so about my- you my upbringing was slightly different. I was kind of like sheltered. I wasn't like outside ripping and running the projects. No shade to anybody who does. I was, jealous of, um, I, sidebar, <laughs> I was jealous of the um the kids that was ripping and running the projects because y'all was having mad fun. Yeah. I couldn't come off the porch. Making swings out of time. That's why when I got off like the porch, that. I ended up pregnant. <laughs> Shit. Shout out to my son. <laughs> like, I love you, son, this son. This for you, baby. Period. Um, yeah, so... I was kind of sheltered, but I also, okay, so for me, I grew up um, with a good amount of violence around me mm-hmm. in my family and then also outside, like, on some street shit. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody, um, most of y'all in here, Boston, we pretty much have, we from the Boston. The same type of upbringing. We pretty much have, like, not necessarily the same type of upbringing, not upbringing but, but it's the same relationship with Boston. Yeah. It's a place, it's a city I hold very near and dear to my heart. Absolutely. I love my city. Me too. But it also got very dark, and I experienced some things at a very young age. It, age doesn't even matter, but I experienced some things that I definitely should have, shouldn't have. I've seen some shit that I didn't, shouldn't have seen, mm-hmm. and just done some shit I shouldn't have done. So, yeah, it, it got real ugly, and it got real dark. So, with that being said... I feel like as a child, I was also, I was always anticipating something happening, mm-hmm. which I now know was anxiety. I was always anxious. Can you yeah. cannot pop a fucking balloon around me? Mm-hmm. Balloons is popping. Oh my God, I'm about to get shot. My wig's on the floor. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's over. Fireworks. I'm clipped. Yeah, it's clipped. Fireworks. I it's can't clipped. do that. Like, I can't do it. Like, and that's because I was very, I was exposed to that type of shit very early. So it's like, I'm not. Going to the, I I'm in the house at on Fourth of July at a certain hour. Mm-hmm. Don't do no fireworks around me. I can't do it. My heart is fucking racing. I'm sweating. No bullshit. And I really my households, my family. I'll say not necessarily my direct household, but my family. We did have some people that were super violent, super aggressive, and it was like Easter Sunday. I couldn't even <sighs> really enjoy. Yeah, holidays. It's like I want to be with my family, but I'm like. I'm afraid sure. something's going to happen. I'm afraid something's going to mm-hmm. happen. Like, somebody's going to get hurt. Something's going to happen. Police. Somebody get arrested. Like, something's going to happen. And 
honestly, to take it a step further without getting too crazy into it, they were dealing with mental health issues. Right. Being that irregulated. Mm-hmm. And I was around that at such a young age. So I'm always like what somebody would possibly call like the scary friend. And it's like anxiety is one of those things, though. It's like as much I will say it really like impacted my life as an adult really crazy but a small i don't want to call it a benefit but it also um it keeps your head on a swivel it keeps me kind of on my toes and kind mm-hmm. of expecting the worst it kind of is fucked up to kind of live like that but i definitely real quick story time so i go to this cookout it's like a i was originally supposed to go to a party the party gets canceled mm-hmm. everybody's sending the address oh we're gonna go to this location instead I'm already kind of like, eh, it's already, I'm West Indian. about it. I'm yep. very spiritual. So it's mm-hmm. like, same. you supposed to be at one place. It's like, that gets canceled. And then another spot You need to go canceled. be low key it's with like, it. Mm, yeah. Let me take my ass home. But I'm with a group of people. I drove by myself, but all my friends is together. Some people came from out of town, whatever. So we get to the next location. I'm already kind of antsy. My, my attitude is like, I'm very hot or cold. So I'm like looking at my surroundings. I got the shades on. I'm being weird. People's looking at me. What's up? Hi, I'm, I'm standoffish. My friends at the time are, like, very judgy, I felt like. They weren't really trying to make sure and check in if I was okay. And I was very, like... I wasn't there, by the way. Because you don't play that. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I felt like, (laughs) I don't like this. I felt very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And the location is at. I'm a lot more street smart than the average woman Mm -hmm. because of how I grew up and the people that I grew up around. So I already kind of know... What time it is. I'm looking at shit. I'm looking at the exits. I'm looking at certain people that still like, uh, I don't know about you being this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. All right. So, but I'm trying to be like a team player. And my friends are kind of like, nah, you're so scary. You're so this. And it's just like, scary? You bitches have never been in the middle <laughs> of shootouts. <laughs> Y'all okay. have never seen this shit for real. Y'all don't know how real this shit gets. But I'm, all right, fuck it. We get in the party. I'm in there for like five minutes. I'm like, no bullshit, y'all. I'm going to go sit in the car. I can't do it. Like, I genuinely felt so strongly about it. Like, my stomach was hurting. I was feeling fucked up. I walked to the car. I got in the car. I heard gunshots as soon as I got in the car. Literally clockwork. Clockwork. It happened so fucking fast. I prayed my friends was okay. I spun the block. Y'all, I'm at the corner. If anybody needs to jump in my car, I'm all set. And this is exactly the reason. Yeah. This, is, this is what I'm talking about. And it's like. Intuition and anxiety be going hand it's in like, hand. It's like, it's weird real. for me. Because it's like, I appreciate it. Because I'm not no like. But no bullshit. Intuition does give you that anxiety feeling. It's like, oh, that, that feeling that people be talking about in your stomach. Yeah, that's that. That To me, it's hard for me to like differentiate. Not hard for me to differentiate. I know what's what. But it's like that feeling physical feeling it gives you it's almost mm-hmm. similar it's like very, very similar yeah like it's very similar like oh shit something don't feel right like mm. and then I as soon as you leave you feel better years, like yeah that I was your intuition just me not being so like not knowing too much about what i was feeling i didn't really understand until it got to a point where it was like i had a daughter i'm having panic attacks i feel like i can't mm-hmm. breathe and now she's scared my daughter's seven now i feel like she has a little bit of anxiety now from kind of like experiencing me. That's like my baby. She's with me. I'm a mom, mom for mm-hmm. real. So she unfortunately had to experience some parts of my anxiety. And now she's very like, you know, like, you know, a little anxious person. But mm-hmm. I feel like me being, not being knowledgeable and also the friends and the people that I was surrounding my, myself with, they weren't really knowledgeable as well. So their immediate thing is to kind of almost judge me. Mm-hmm. You're being scary. You're being weird. You're acting funny. da 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 Like, Mm-hmm. It was another situation where it was my friend, one of my closest friends. It was her birthday, and I felt 
We went to go get our makeup done. We got new outfits on. We went to the club. I got there. I swear. I was in there. I don't even think I actually got into the club. I was in there for probably like 30 seconds. I'm like, I have to go. It was her birthday. You know how women mm-hmm. are with their birthdays. I was like on the verge of tears. I don't want to be here. I can't be here. I left. She was mad at me for like a week. And it's like, that's kind of when I realized like, yeah, something's off. Like I mm-hmm. felt nothing happened. But I felt so strongly about it. I called me an Uber. I was an Uber fucking crying, hysterical. Like, I felt bad because we just went through all this work to kind of mm-hmm. make her birthday so special. We turned up. This was years ago. But, like, I'm like, what? What is going What's on? What's wrong? What yeah. Fuck? What is happening? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like from then, that might have been, like, eight, nine years ago, mm-hmm. probably before I had Avery. And after that, I felt like it got progressively worse with, like, panic attacks not really knowing exactly where it was coming from everything was giving me anxiety like you couldn't fucking if i texted you and you didn't respond is she mad you've gotten so much better like so much better you've really done the work and it's like it's crazy because i have anxiety in a different type of way Mm -hmm. and we also deal with it differently well we deal with it the same but we deal with it differently in the sense yeah. yeah slightly different in the sense of like so like me like you're in therapy Mm -hmm. right and like i've done therapy before like probably like a year or two ago i did like two sessions and then i never like went back to it and it's like therapy is one of those things you really got to stick with it and like find your person like give it a chance i do know that but also like the way that i deal with anything is prayer and Mm -hmm. smoking (laughs) i really don't i don't like even if I'm having a panic attack, if I'm having an anxiety attack, like my heart's being fast, whatever this, I'm, I'm in a compromising situation, whatever, where I feel nervous or whatever. My heart's being fast. I'm sweating, whatever, like I'm praying. But you know what, too? I think the difference between us also. So anxiety, um, most human beings, I would say, probably experience, all, experience some form of anxiety. That mm-hmm. could be I got a test tomorrow. Right. And I'm feeling anxious. I'm nervous. Or performance, anything. Anxiety disorder is what I have. Mm -hmm. And it's extreme. Right. Like, it could really... So, sorry, y'all. I got to pull a few tips. You know, so... Facts. I'm I'm a smart baby. Period. That baby's smart. (laughs) So, disorder is an illness or condition that disrupts normal physical or mental functions. Mm -hmm. So, it can, like, impair your life. So, like... An example that I heard once was like, if you have OCD, that's a disorder. If you're just like a, a neat person, it's like mm-hmm. I have um I have a flower vase in the kitchen, and let me fix it before I leave. I want it to be perfect. All right, cool. I can go do my work. A disorder, you halfway to work, you got to go back home. Yeah, okay. Like, so that is it's that's the line between our that's anxieties. That's perfect. Yeah, anxiety, and you know how to kind of get yourself out of it. That's so facts. Possibly yeah, yeah, yeah. Necessarily need right, it, okay. Thing. Right, right. I needed therapy. I've been in therapy for three years. Shout out to you, Big B. Shout out um, to that baby. Shout out to that baby. Um, I've been in therapy for three years. Um, yeah, I had to like do some work, mm-hmm. some and you did that shit, bitch. Fucking work, like, like work as your best work. friend, I can say that you've done it. Like, like you, like the example you just said. Like, if I didn't text you back, this is years ago, but like, it would be like. If I don't respond quick enough or like if I don't just like respond or whatever, like something petty that wouldn't even happen nowadays. It's like, hey, are we good? I'll be so pissed. Like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would not we be good? It's like, oh, yeah. She'd be like, 
Yeah, but I know. We it are would good. be interesting to take it a step further. It would be interesting because it's like, let's say Friday night you didn't text me. Saturday now, I'm moving funny. Yeah. Because I had it yeah. in my head. Yo, she tells herself some shit. So now I'm pressing her like, bitch, why are you acting funny for the past three days? It's like, huh? Oh, uh, I don't know. I thought, you are we good? Because like, you, you didn't talk to bitch. me on Friday. It's like, so you've been moving this whole time. It's like, instead it of really saying something you, like, yeah, like, it's like your mom playing tricks on you. That's really like a thing. Like, yeah. your mental, yo. I feel like society, especially our generation, we be so focused on like productivity, mm-hmm. monetary um, goals, mm-hmm. and 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 shit on the outside. I gotta make sure that, that my bills is paid and um, my my credit score and my kids and that's fine. And my hair is done. And, and like I feel good on the outside. I'm, I'm working out. I'm doing this, but it's like the inner fucking. The work, inside's what matters the most. The for shadow real, for real. work. The, the the pulling out shit that you fucking forgot, the fucking PTSD, and really diving in that shit is a full-time job. It is exhausting. Yeah, it is. And I'm doing this at the same time. I'm a lot better now, but, like, I was doing this. I'm a new mom. My daughter's a toddler. She's fucking cutting the fuck up and spaghetti-legging inside of Walmart. <laughs> I'm fucking working two jobs, a full-time job. I'm an artist. I got this gift now when everybody want paints and shit. Shout out to y'all. I love y'all. Period. But, yeah, I'm trying to do this shit. And it's like, on top of this shit, I'm remembering some shit that happened to me when I was six. That's a bitch. Mm-hmm. I, this is ridiculous. I feel exhausted. And so it's like now when I can't show up in certain ways or I'm just functioning real funny, it's like, yeah, y'all ain't really understand. It's getting crazy over here mm-hmm. behind closed doors. It's, it's really a like but equally important to the outside work as well. So like we so absolutely. quick to like, I got to make sure I look and I'm presented this way. And, you know, but it's like. Do the inner work. And, and that's why I also so feel much, like so much easier. Our friendship works so well because I feel like we both have that like understanding of each other's journey, mm-hmm. even though we're not, it's not my journey. Like it's, my journey is not your journey. Your journey is not mine, but it's like in the hardest parts of our journeys, we, even if we don't know it by experience, we can like empathize and like understand each other. Like, all right, well like, we give each other grace. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of times I didn't understand that. Like, yeah. like you said, I experience anxiety, but I don't have anxiety disorder. Where you, whereas you have anxiety disorder, and it's like some things I'll be like, "Are you serious?" But X, Y, Z, and it's like I even like taught myself now that you, I don't really have to deal with that anymore because you're not even that way. But it's like at those times I started to learn, like, okay, well, that don't take it personal. Like, mm-hmm. she's not. That's just like a mental thing that like she's going through right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's like affecting how she thinks that I'm treating her when really I'm not. But it's like, Mm -hmm. whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? But other people wouldn't have like withstood that. Not like that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, and and, and I'm not even saying that that's even wrong. Because it's like, you, you have your boundaries. Everybody's not able to be there for other people in certain ways like that doesn't make you wrong or a bad friend because you got to put yourself first at the end of the day so i'm not saying but i'm just happy that we we are that we are able to like you know understand each other on that level and also just to piggyback off of something i said before as far as like me getting to a point where it's like i couldn't ignore it and i'm like hysterically crying in the back of uber for no reason like Mm -hmm. we really have to like listen to our bodies and Mm -hmm. like your body like the way like my mental connects to my body i will literally physically get sick yeah like anxiety has really like hindered me from like i vomited from an anxiety attack plenty of times like physically sick i fucking missed out on money opportunities fucking business not really doing shit like properly or like correctly because i literally cannot like Mm -hmm. my brain and like mental is just so fucked up i have no space to even like 
you know what? I got to just go to sleep. I can't do nothing else. This, is, this feels crazy. It's like you can't, I believe you can't heal what you don't reveal. Mm. So saying that shit out loud and really getting to like the nitty gritty of it. and like Say that shit again. You, you can't, can't heal, heal what, what you, you don't, don't reveal. reveal. Yeah. So it's like I had to really like do like a deep dive and figure out like the root what causes. What is it? Right. Because I don't want to live my life like that. Who the fuck wants to live like that? For like, real. You got to, black people, I feel like, really experience that. First of all, I think one in five, according to New York Times article, I don't know if this is, like, updated. Um, I think this was probably, like, in the past five years. One out of five Americans deal with an anxiety disorder. That could be social anxiety, PTSD, mm-hmm. um, generalized anxiety, whatever. Um, I feel like, I feel like if you're not... Damn, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> Period. Oh, well. Anyways. No, sir. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, you can't heal. Which you, you can't heal. heal. So, yeah. like, if you don't, if you know, if there's something wrong, we have to, like, kind of get. Yeah, whether it's comfortable it. or not. Oh, sorry. That's where I was about to go. This is my fucking podcast. I lost my train of thought. And now she's back. <laughs> now I'm back. No. So, black people on, because we're human beings already, the anxiety and mental health doesn't it doesn't discriminate so anybody can may or may not experience it mm-hmm. but i feel like because of the economy because of society because of like social socially correct me if i'm wrong i don't know if this is uh, correct but i feel like black people are going to experience it even more Hell than yeah. the average human just mm-hmm. because of the world that we live in today black women i can speak for myself i feel like in shante i feel like we all kind of have like black women really have like that like fight or flight Mm-hmm. If we fucking meet a man, we're almost like expecting something to go wrong. Oh yeah. Like, if we get a new job, we're like anticipating like, and they better oh, not gotta, try me in this bitch. I gotta, like, we always um, are kind of like mm-hmm. anticipating something fucked up happening, and then when it does, we have our we on it. Like we're literally like a fight or flight response. Mm-hmm. I feel like black women, we really like have that like in us biologically. Mm-hmm. So it's like. I Facts. feel like back in the day, our parents and our grandparents' generation, we are experiencing this. They're experiencing these things, and they have no idea. There's not a name to it. It just feels funny. And you just yes. So now this shit's rolling on to your kids, rolling on yep. to your grandkids. It happens all the time. And so now I am happy, and I will say that our generation is we're a lot more uh, vocal about certain things. Knowledgeable, to, things. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. A lot less judgy about other people mental health with ourselves and other people we're not so judgmental of it mm-hmm. it's getting a lot lot better we still have some work to do but i will say that i know some fucking thug ass street ass gun trotting ass niggas in therapy right now period and i love that for y'all i yeah. love that for y'all so yeah do you feel because like- y'all be needing it <laughs> we all need we all be needing y'all it though Clinton, but no man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um do you feel like how do you feel about like Social media in regards of anxiety, how that may or may not affect. I feel like it definitely will. Social media affects every damn thing nowadays. Pause before you answer. That. I feel like we need a, a wine uh, refill. Yeah, we do. I, we'll I wasn't going to say nothing. I didn't want to interrupt. How's everybody feeling today? Y'all feeling good? Great. Oh my goodness. I didn't hear daddy respond. Period. He put that little voice on. Y'all heard that, audience? <laughs> mm. 
how do you think? Well, do you do you think oh, yes. that social media kind of intensifies anxiety? So I feel like social media intensifies well, it every fucking your thing. Anxiety? Absolutely not. Okay, and that's what I was about to get into. Mm-hmm. So I feel like social media does intensify everything, just generally. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like it's all about how you're how you're set up, like in yeah. your own constitution. I am like a go against the grain type of person. You can vouch for that. Like as far as when it comes to like the likes of other people, like uh, social media is basically she that. Don't give a fuck. So it's like I don't really like no social media doesn't give me more anxiety. I I but I understand how it can mm-hmm. intensify other people's anxiety. Yeah. I do. I can see how it can be a, a huge contributing factor. But for me personally, my personal experience, no, it doesn't. I think for me. This, I don't know if this makes sense, but it makes sense in my head. Anxiety isn't really real. Mm-hmm, like, it's mm-hmm. fear. It's what you think. It's what you're perceiving something as. Mm-hmm. Social media kind of isn't really real either. Mm-hmm. So, wait, I feel like social media can intensify it. Not necessarily for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little, not really. I use it as, like, a tool for business and, like, art and, like, I know, use it for comedy. For social, like, you know, for ex- as far as, self-expression. Like, um, mm-hmm. Right, self-expression. But um, a lot of social media isn't necessarily real either. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it leaves so much room for interpretation. Yeah. That if you have anxiety, it just kind of... It, it yeah. Lets you, it's like a, a, a playground. It's like blurring lines, yes. To kind of like go wild and, and do whatever it wants to do and mm-hmm. think whatever it wants to think. And it will like feed it if you aren't um, processing it in a certain way mm-hmm. or so yeah it can affect that um yeah i could definitely see that for sure yeah. and it's like it also depends on what's giving you anxiety so it's like for example if you have anxiety about your business a lot and then pe- people the comments from social media it's like whatever negative or whatever that tends to affect you and then you read it that is intensifying your anxiety yeah. like you know what i mean like Bullshit. shit like that like if you care if it's if if it goes with something that already gives you anxiety i feel like it could definitely be yeah. like you know and I'm also, like, a really sensitive person. So I think, I don't know, I feel like when you're, like, anxious, anxious anxiety and depression. Go hand one, in hand. Most times, most cases, when one is present, the other is possibly present. It's lurking around the corner. Um, A way that, like, my therapist will describe it is, like, depression is when you're kind of, like, stuck on the past or you're, um, uh, what's the word for it? Um, dwelling? Dwelling on the past anxiety is like kind of like dwelling on the future mm-hmm. and if that makes sense mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. so like a perfect place obviously is for you to kind of like be present and you know focus on what now we can't do anything about either one of those things right right we can't prevent it we can't possibly heal from it but like being really like fully engrossed in it right in this moment doesn't necessarily make any sense yeah it hasn't happened yet or it already mm-hmm. has happened so but you like, can't control it yeah like... so if one is present the other is so it's like most times. So I feel like social media, if you don't have a control on that shit, it can mm-hmm. really, if you don't have a grasp on it, um, you're really like kind of like a sponge. Yeah. Like a fucking sticky note. And that like goes into being true to yourself. That ties into like that. Like stick onto you. Yeah. But I think that um, a lot of this kind of really goes down to like trusting yourself, knowing yourself. Mm-hmm. If you don't know yourself, get to know yourself. So like you can know when something's wrong and respecting yourself enough to do something about it. Because it's like, Nobody else is going to do it. Nobody else is responsible to, like, 
feels yeah and unfortunately nobody else cares if you're really being honest like yeah your family and your friends and your mom or whatever like they might say that they care they might care they do care about you obviously we care about each other who we care about so much another but there's only so much yeah like when it comes to like mental health that's on you like for real it sucks like now don't get it fucked up with you being able to have support support yeah of course but you have to be like you can't you have to be willing to do the work who aren't willing to help themselves they can push you they can't pull you so yes yeah people around you that love you they can push you to be better and they can push you through your journey and help you on whatever they know that you're setting out to do but they can't pull you it's not their journey so that's what i meant by that yeah um and also like if you're doing the work the additional support is just gonna make it kind of like better Mm -hmm. being too dependent on it of like the support of other people might not be the most helpful thing. Yeah. Another question. Do you feel like anxiety or like the anxiety that you've experienced or like any like panic that you've experienced, like any of those moments, has that affected you? Your like motherhood? Like has that affected you and your son has has been like, I guess like directly affected by like any anxiety or like, I would say that he's probably directly affected because being a parent in itself can give you the worst anxiety ever. Mm -hmm. Like you love your kid. You're worried about your kid's future. Yeah. Like you just constantly, like I will randomly start crying thinking about my child's future. Like, I hope he gets a date to the prom, like crying of nothing. Like girl, what? Like it's, that's the type of stuff that parents do. Mm -hmm. So like, I feel like he has been, he doesn't know he's been affected, but it's like, I am afraid of the world for my child. So I coddle him, shelter him, don't really let him be around certain, I mean, parents do that anyway, but it's like, I feel like my own fears, my own fears, I've like projected them onto him and Mm -hmm. have kind of held him back Mm -hmm. from being able to do certain things. Like, and he's still young. So like, I still have time. I'm, I'm working on that. But like, you know, it's just us now. And it's like, yeah, like it kind of intensifies it even more. Mm-hmm. Like, I worry about him, like, just with regular stuff. Yeah. Not, like, even adult stuff, just regular stuff. Like, Bullying oh, well, what if this? Yeah, or, like, right. what if this happens? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, he maneuvers fine. Like, he's a very, like, doesn't really care type of, kind of like me. But it's like, I also know that he's sensitive, and I'm also his mother. So it's like, I don't know, like, what people's intentions are with my kid. It's like, yeah, so... I will create things in my brain, like a whole scenario of like what could possibly happen mm-hmm. to him. That's bad. Mm-hmm. That never happened yeah. at all. Like mm-hmm. I'm just creating it. And because of that, this random thing that I created in my brain, I'm like moving based on that. So it's like, wow. no, you're not going like, why can't he go to the birthday party with so-and-so? It's like, cause I'm not going to be there. And it's not, it's not these five people. Like it's not these five people that I feel comfortable with him with. So like, yeah, you can't go. And it's like, he doesn't give me pushback on that. He doesn't even know half the time. Like, but it's like, I have to like let loose a little bit because it's my own anxiety. Like, yeah. it's not like I'm saying this because something happened and now I'm traumatized. Like, no, I'm just creating it in my head. Like, well, what if there's kids there that are mean and they start saying something that, and they show him something inappropriate that he's not supposed to be seeing. And then it's like, like, I'm just creating this thing in my brain and that is anxiety. So like, I would say that he's definitely kind of affected by it. Just because of what I'm projecting because my own fears as a parent. So, yeah. Um, what about you? I think that um, my daughter 
has been affected by my anxiety. When she was younger, she's seven now, like I said. So when she was younger, I feel like I, my anxiety, before I kind of got a grasp and, like, started doing something about it, um, where, you know, she obviously she lives with me. So I'm feeling like I can't breathe. I got to be in the bathroom fucking crying and shit. And, like, I don't want to be bothered or I don't really want to play with her or watch fucking Moana, whatever the fuck. <laughs> and it's like she's, like, seeing me. When I used to have, like, anxiety attacks really bad, hyperventilating and shit, it's like I can't stop it. I can't control myself. Like, mm-hmm. So she's, like, crying and, like, scared of me because I'm kind of going through it. That hasn't happened. Um, but now it's it's kind of funny, but it does make me a little sad. She's very, like... Are you okay? Are you okay? Like, she'll come in the room. I'll be, like, working. Like, I'm on the computer. I'm actually focused. Like, God, get my work done. I'm busy. And, like, I can hear the TV, the living room TV. She'll, like, pause it. It's like, mommy. It's like, yeah, it's like, you good? (laughs) Makes me so sad. It's sweet. Mm. I love her. She's so sweet. But, like, it does make me a little sad that she is, like, always, like, you good? Mm-hmm. Everything okay? Mm-hmm. She's very like that. We we are very vocal in our household. Like, I'll tell her if I need space. Like, give me a minute. Mommy needs some space. Give me some privacy. We're very, like, she knows those key words. Mm-hmm. And she also will express it. Like, I'm not comfortable in certain situations or I'm feeling this. Like, she's very expressive. So I feel like um, it has affected it negatively for me because I don't want my daughter to deal with anything, but obviously that's just not how life works. But um, she's also developing a certain level of emotional intelligence that I'm really proud of because now she is super mm-hmm. vocal and she knows she has a certain level of awareness that I didn't have at her age. Right. It was only going to keep exactly, you know, it's get her lit. She's going to, mm-hmm. you know, like she's going to know when certain situations, like these are things that I like tell her about like, if somebody somebody's making you uncomfortable, it doesn't like her boundaries. I, I pretty all much that. like make it so like she's not tripping, and I really want to like mm-hmm. make sure to like the viewers, anybody watching this, whoever, you're not tripping. You're not tripping. You're not tripping. And there's so many like resources. It's like another thing is number one, you're not tripping. I want people to know that anybody who's like experiencing. If they think it might be anxiety, they don't know what it is. They just feel funny. They might have dealt with something and it makes them feel weird or whatever the case is. You're not bugging. It's not nothing. Because if it was nothing, it wouldn't even be a thing. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be a thought process. Number one. Number two is that you don't have to live your life in that manner. Yeah. We have so many resources. There's medications. There's therapy. There's even things that you can kind of do for yourself. Like There's natural ways to do it. Yeah. Cannabis and and other little things. Shout out ashwagandha. Um, Weed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's certain oils, aromatherapy things that you can do. There's also, little, if you honestly just like Google it, talk to your PCP, talk to a professional about, I'm feeling a little weird, but I'm not comfortable taking medication, but I'm not. There's so many different, like. Or I'm feeling off, but nothing's really wrong. It could be something as simple as like, um, my therapist was like telling, I think, I don't know if it was my therapist or I was listening to a podcast, but pretty much like, um, you can have like an anxiety box, right? And so anytime you're feeling anxious, you like pull these things out. It's like a crossword puzzle in mm-hmm. there. You can put in there a blanket. That's like your anxiety blanket, like a thing to mm-hmm. kind of like put over you. Your senses, like your sensory things, like um, oils and like there's certain oils yeah. that like trigger a, some, you know, something in your brain, mm-hmm. like certain scents, things of that nature. If you like do the research and do the work, it's like there could be an answer to it. Like, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like if you have a headache, you can take, I don't know, for it. 
you don't have to like right. live like this. And mm-hmm. I think that now that I'm starting to learn this and I did the work, I feel like, ah, like, yes, girl, literally the sun is like, oh shit, I'm seeing the sun for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really what I start like, oh shit. I don't have to. And I want that for everybody who suffers because people really do just suffer in silence and ignore stuff. And it's like. Reveal what you don't reveal. Okay. You can't heal what Mm. you don't reveal. And I don't mean you got to tell everybody your business, but even with yourself. Reveal it with yourself. Yeah. That's what that means. Yeah, for sure. Have discernment with like certain people around you. If they're going to kind of like help or uh, hinder the Mm -hmm. situation. Like I will say my muffin. You've been a huge support. We ain't going to get it We're not about crazy. to start crying we're not, on here, We're not doing because... that. But I will say, me having mm-hmm. my best friend, I mean, it could be 6 o'clock in the morning. It could be 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I could be fucking crying. If I need her to just shut the fuck up and listen, if I need her to kind of like, nah, you that bitch, whatever I need, she knows exactly how to handle me. Number one is because we obviously know each other very well. We're best friends for the past fucking 15 years. But... She also respects me in a way and, like, makes it her business to kind of understand, um, I guess, what I'm going through on a level. So it's like she knows that, like, if I, if I call you about something, it's like you know, like, all right, bitch, I know you feel that way and you're allowed to feel that way, but that's not, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Or she's able to kind of, like, she, you never just like, damn, girl, that's crazy. You never hit me with that. Obviously, I do the same for you. But I was about to that's say. like a that's really like has been a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous help in this journey. You know, I was down bad with the fucking Girl. anxiety. Mental health is really no joke mm-hmm. as a mother, as a black woman, as a human in general mm-hmm. is really no joke. And I feel like you really kind of like you weren't required to do that. Nobody's required to like deal with shit. And it's like you really like was there. Every step of the fucking way, like wow. picked me up off the floor type shit. I like, said we're not gonna be emotional. We're not gonna do that. I ain't gonna get crazy, but I really want to give you your flowers right now. I really appreciate you. I love you to death. I, I will be the bitch ass too. about you. Let me just say before we even hug. Mm. Before we even hug. Okay, we can hug. No nothing. That baby so sweet. I love you. First of all, everything she just said. Is watch it now because I'm same thing, same thing. Like it's it's definitely important. Like like we said before, it's not anybody's responsibility, but it's definitely like a blessing when you have people in your corner that really can understand your journey and like can be on it with you in the right way that works for you. Mm -hmm. Like everything she just said, I feel the same way about her. Everything that I've been through, I go through. Like she's there for me as well. And there's like it's certain things just can't be taught. Yeah, no bullshit. They can't. Like, either you got it or you don't. Either it's there or it's not. And it's like, God blesses you with people, and you just got to be able to dis- mm-hmm. dis- distinguish who's who, like, in your life. And that doesn't mean that the person that's not, like, ambrosia in my life isn't a good friend to me. That doesn't mean that. Like, everybody's in your life for different things. Some people can't show up but, in certain ways. Yeah, some people, sometimes people can't show up in the same type of way, but I'm so grateful that it doesn't matter what the fuck it is. Anything. The same thing she just said to me, like, everything and it's like i'm not gonna touch too much on this but it's like for those of you that know me like i lost the love of my life in february 2022 and um yeah long live frank and that's for a whole nother episode i'm not gonna get into that but um just to shed light real quick just like 
let y'all in on like obviously those of you who have known can imagine what I've been through and what I'm still going through with the loss of him and it's like through this entire journey even before that like she's been there for me I've been going through emotional changes mental changes physical changes just refinding myself a rebirth like I, I look at death as a transition not an ending so with his transition, I've transitioned and it's like, she's transitioned with me. Mm. And it's like, that's something that you can't teach somebody. Like when I tell you, I don't have to say a word. She just knows. Piggyback off what she said. The people have discernment on the people that's around you because it really does make a difference. It, it, it's not something that you can't do alone though. Yeah. Like I need everybody to know, like you don't need somebody, but it, it's nice to have somebody like it's, it's a blessing. I can't, honestly, I can't even really put into words. Cause it's like, it's shit that money can't buy. Like I can never repay you for how you've been there for me. Like, and how you're there for me, how effortlessly it just flows. Like we were just chosen for each other for this journey. And it's just like, we here. YBA bitch How? You know I gotta gangster it up I gotta gangster it up It's getting real um, It's getting real soft yeah, in here To wrap no, up <laughs> To wrap up um, I will be posting some resources In the description links mm-hmm. um, And on social media If you're not following us At Young Black Aunties On social on um, Instagram But um, yeah To pretty much wrap up You're not required To live your life To live an anxious life mm-hmm. I feel like for me personally, it almost started to feel like I'm just an anxious person and mm-hmm. that doesn't have to be who I am. So any type of mental health, whether it's anxiety, depression, PC, whatever the fuck you're dealing with, it's not, you don't have to. Yes. And if it is something that you're dealing with, it can be controlled. It can't, you can ask for help. You can receive help. There's so many different resources. It doesn't have to be so black and white. This is your story. This is your book. This is your fucking TV show. We're just motherfuckers living in it. And however you want to live your life, you're capable of living mm-hmm. in that manner. You're capable and deserving of living a happy, healthy life of ease, peaceful life of ease. Everybody's deserving of that. And everybody can get that. It so, might take some work. It might but... take some work and some dark mm-hmm. nights and a couple of blunts. Mm-hmm. A few, but, a few of them Johns. Yeah. You're deserving but, of it. You deserve it, and you're going to make it. And, yeah, the other side of the door is fucking lit. Yeah, I'm here to tell you. I might be uh, teeter-tottering on the thing sometimes. I might be in here a little fucked up sometimes. (laughs) But, yes, see the sunshine for the first time. It's like, oh, shit, I can take off my jacket. Yeah. The sunshine is getting real sunny. And sunny on the other side of the screen door. Yeah. I like Mm -hmm. that. I like that for me. I like that for you. But, yeah. We can conclude today's shop talk. Period. So that wraps up the shop talk for us. I feel like I need a little comedic relief, y'all. First of all, (laughs) well, you know, sometimes you got to have serious conversations with your aunties. It's not always going to be, you know, funny games and jokes. We're not always going to get to talk about dick, a 10 inch dick. And how Jerome with the perfect amount of girth. You ain't always going to be able to talk about that. You know I was gonna be able to discuss that, all right? Sometimes Auntie want to talk to your ass, grab you by the collar, get your ass, ass sit down, sit down, get your ass in the motherfucking bath. Yeah, any fucking way, fucking way, no sir. But yeah, we had to get y'all in the bath today. Period. We got y'all in the bath. Clean it up, and Mama says, (laughs) clean it up. (laughs) Period. So yeah, um, and feel free to reach out to us, like she said. 
Follow us on Young Black Aunties. Um, Young Black Aunties on all platforms. But yeah, yeah so this no. next segment, we like to call The Chokehold. And if you guys remember, um, this segment's pretty much just like touches on like what might have us like in a chokehold from like our favorite era, the 90s or like early 2000s. In this episode, we it's kind of the, both of us have the same in the ch- in the chokehold. It kind of goes with what I was gonna say earlier while I was even asking while we were wrapping up. So, those people, those of you who might follow me or know me or whatever, know me personally, I love '90s movies, shows, sitcoms, music, sitcoms, everything. everything '90s, whatever. It got me in a chokehold for real. But so so all right, but I'm gonna say first. So us together, we both are addicted to the Parkers. Addicted. Right? It's, I realized that it was like a... Kim, you for folio. <laughs> you for folio. <laughs> no, it's like, shout we realized... Shout out to yeah, Shout one. out to um, Nikki Parker, Kim Parker, Andel, um, Woody, Andel. Professor, Professor, Professor Ogilvy, um, T, Stevie, all y'all, yeah. Yeah, Freestyle y'all Unity. Freestyle Unity, yeah. Y'all? Shout yeah. out to y'all. <laughs> Listen, y'all done brought us to, we have sleepovers every, damn near every single weekend. Mm-hmm. We watch 90 sitcoms, specifically the Parkers. So the Parkers was, I actually rotate from Moesha and the Parkers, mm. right? Mo, I think Moesha won. We said Moesha won for me. For you. Mine is the the Parkers. Parkers is for her. But we both are on the Parkers heavy, but like, I was on the podcast for like six months straight. So this, when, we, when we say on it, we mean like our every waking moment. Well, my TV it's on the is TV. On, it's on the TV. If you want to have like, you know how you just want to have like space filler like on the TV or like on the radio. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's the Parkers. Explain why though. Why? Okay. You, like what's your thought? Because it's really yep. interesting what you, okay. you explain it. So right now for Moesha, well, it goes for both of them. The reason why, when I realized this happened probably like, Honestly, honestly, yes. It got more heavy after my man passed because when he was here, he was not going for that shit watching (laughs) the Parkers all day. Like, he's like, no, change the shit. But he would have watched it when he was watching it. I would go to sleep to it more so. But honestly, this has been going on with me for years. Like, I constantly dig for old shit. Like, I used to watch Smart Guy every single day, like, all day long. And then it's like, Family Matters all day long for, like, months, like, I'll go through my little spells, but the Parkers, girlfriend's girlfriend's era, but the Parkers and Moesha is the ones that stick that we can watch like on tape bus mode Mm -hmm. on repeat. Here's why for me, I feel like it definitely ties into anxiety for me because I have this thing I do with movies too. I barely watch new stuff. It's this thing with my brain. It's like, I can watch new things, but it's like, I don't like the feeling of not knowing what's going to happen. It gives me anxiety. So it's like, if a show seems like it's starting to, like I can watch something that's like, it's good and it seems like it's going good. You know what Kinda I mean? Like, if it's too like, you have no idea like what's going to happen. I'm not also, in the mood for that. Quick, sorry to interrupt you though. TV and film or whatever the case is for super sensitive people can really have an effect on you. Yeah. What's that show? Um, That Netflix show, the one that you refuse to watch. Oh yeah. The one for, with, with the exonerated five. Yeah. Um, I watched what's that. that? I, I refuse to up. watch that. What is it called again? Um, um the, the, um, when they see us. When they see us, when yeah. they see us, yeah, the Fat Five, yeah. I, it's like, it's like. Central Park Five, yeah. That's obviously like a story many of us know, but like, watching it visually. Oh yeah, I refuse to watch that. It's like, oh, no. I was literally hysterically crying. It's so yeah. It's like. And artists, I would be affected, I can't even watch like it. art, like, mm-hmm. watching, like, what's that fucking movie with um, Zoe Zaldana? Um, Zaldana? Um, no. No, the one that just came out, Netflix? Just came out, um, the, movie, um, the, movie, the Italian one, um. 
shit from, from we scratch. were just from scratch his it was so beautiful yeah beautiful artists these directors these producers they're really putting triggering. out these yeah. fucking no bullshit they're putting out this stuff and it's like so what like you were saying yeah from moesha we know what's gonna, gonna happen, happen. And, and also it's not only we know it's gonna happen because there's a lot of things i know it's is gonna happen thing. as y'all can see we have movie lines on rotation in our brain that's how we talk <laughs> I know I know what's gonna happen on a lot of shit. Yeah. I, like almost every movie. Like I know what's gonna happen. It's not that. It's a specifically Moesha slash the Parkers. Moesha for me right now. And for the past like eight months, then Moesha straight every single night when I go and when I put it on. I'll tell myself, like, I'm gonna watch so and so tonight. It's like turns on Moesha. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't help it. It's a comfort thing. It reminds me of like a time when I was like a child. Really and when, when things were just yeah. like safe and comfortable safe. like not yeah. saying that things aren't safe and comfortable but it's like it makes me feel first of all the characters it's like i'm attached to them like yeah. literally like i have like it's, real black it's like it's like, psycho but it's like i have a relationship with them it's like i'll be on the phone with this bitch she knows i watch moesha on tape bus mode like from season one through season like i just what uh, rotation like, rotation it's like, it's like calling her it's like let me tell you something. Professor Ogilvy was tripping. Yeah, we do that all the time. Like every time. I'll be like, oh, it's like a conversation. I'll be like, oh, Hakeem's talking to Dorian right now about um da da da. It's like, oh yeah, I remember that. It's like, yeah, he got the nerve to be da da da. We already seen this a gazillion times, but it's like I'm really watching it. That's the thing. It's like yeah. I'm actually watching it. I'm not sitting there 24 seven watching it. I'll just be having it on, smoking a blunt on my phone. But then I'll tune back in like. And just be watching it. It makes me feel good. It's it makes really me comfortable. Like a comfort thing. I can not watch it. Like obviously, if somebody comes over, I could not watch it. Like it's fine. But but I definitely feel like that's I feel comfortable for like not really just like anxiety, but just like mental health in general. When I'm home and I want like some type of that's comfort, that home feeling. That's like yeah. a little, like a, like I gotta go to my mom's house so she can cook me a little meal. Like it's right. like a comfort thing. So yeah. Get you some old TV shows. Yes, it really TV feels shows. good. I love it, it personally. So I can't. They have us on the show if I want to see watching, if I want to watch something new, like I can. If I'm set up, like I watch the from scratch shit. Like I like mm-hmm. that. Whatever. And then right now I'm watching. Um, what's the one I'm watching on Netflix again with the blind girl? Oh, and her um, um her her man's dad. She tried to um not her man but her homeboy. homeboy. Um, what you call it? Um, in the dark. In the dark. In the dark. Mm-hmm. I've been watching that too, but like. It's always Moesha. I go to sleep to Moesha. I wake up to Moesha. Like, if I want to switch, it's the Parkers. I might get in the mood. Oh, the Wayne's Brothers. I do that too. But yeah. It's always the Parkers for me. I'm always on. Period. We love us a 90s sitcom chow. Mm. Anyway. Anyways, any fucking ways. So, um, I feel like we usually wrap up the episode with a tip on how to live a fuck free life because motherfuckers ain't about to play with you. Okay. The whole episode was a tip. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Because you ain't about to play with you. You ain't about to play with you. Okay. Take care of yourself. This is a tip on how to how to live a fuck free life. Physically, mentally, financially. Because you ain't about to play with you. Don't play with yourself. Period. Unless you want to play with yourself. I'm sorry. You can play with yourself. You can do But don't play with yourself. But don't play with yourself. Don't play about you. Don't play about you. Period. You don't play about you, motherfuckers is gonna learn. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my block list. Motherfuckers is gonna learn not to play with Shout you. Shout out to either. Damn. Sips tea. The niggas on the block list can really have like a little kickback. <laughs> no, but she's like, yo, you got some bruise, nigga. Bring the keg. I'm about to go them to niggas on my, Them niggas on her block list can really have a little like a little soiree, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. It's a few of them motherfuckers. It's a lot. I ain't got nobody on my child. I only block like um, bill collectors and scam likelies and shit. Anybody calling me, but you know. You had a couple people. Somebody calling me, maybe, but I ain't blocking nobody. I just, I just ignore. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we could, um, we should wrap up 
with like a. <laughs> so anxious. Meet me at 11 30. 11 when you're talking dirty. Set up. That nigga said, it's 10 10. Where you been? Did you get my message? Your expression is telling me that you've been thinking the same thing. Same thing I've been thinking. You say you're working. You hit me just as soon as your shift is over. And I'll be waiting. Cause I can't sleep. Reminisce, reminiscing about you. What we do? Nigga said, "Hit me back." I like that. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. That got me in trouble too. How niggas used to be back in the nineties. This, this nigga said, "It's ten ten. Where you been? been?" I was in a shower. He only, he only hit the bitch at nine o'clock. Let's not forget. It was only it was only an hour and ten minutes ago. Then they said nine o'clock. Home alone. Page you you paged me at nine, nigga. I was doing my makeup. You page me at nine. It's only ten ten, but I'm not even complaining though. Cause yeah, you it's not right. Cause where I been? You miss me, daddy. I was just doing my eyebrows real quick. What's up? We still meeting up tonight. I said I was. We I still linking at eight. Ten ten. He and was anxious. He matter fact, matter of fact, let me shut the fuck up. Anyways, Kayla, you're cutting the fuck up. He was anxious. Whoever he was talking about has some good coochie, y'all. He said, it's 10, 10. <laughs> Where you been? Like, God damn. Mm. Did you get my message? Uh, uh, uh. On that note, see ya.